Welcome, folks, back to another episode of the Sam Black Sessions. Today's guest is a guy that I really look up to. He's gave me a lot of guidance in the in the short time that I've known him. Um, ben Handler, welcome to the show. Welcome, Blackie. Good to good to be here, brother. Hey, it, it looks like you're in the uh, the banana fields out there. Where, whereabouts are you uh, residing at this current Ma- stage? Mate, it feels like that. Um, Northern beaches, man. Northern beaches. Lovely, lovely. The sun's out. It's good to see. It's all happening. Hey, firstly, I just want to dive a little bit into maybe sort of, you know, where, where you came from and exactly how you got to this point in your life. Um, what are the type of conversations happen at the table uh, at dinner with your friends and family, you know, about the journey? Like, where did it all start? Yeah, Blackie, you made it all... Um... It all started, mate, when I got kicked out of school, probably, and then um, moved on to a different school and just started to realise, you know, got to got to get my life, you know, more more in check. And then went to university, studied building construction, and then after that, went into corporate, mate, and worked for a company called Charter Hall and worked in development. And then, um, mate, wanted to exit the corporate world, just wanted to get those nine to five. Um, chains off my wrists and then went to California, saw the opportunity for buyer's agents because it's very obviously big in the States. And mate, then really my previous company that I used to run, Cohen Handler, was born and mate, it kind of all all flowed from there, mate. That's where it all um it all kind of maneuvered through that 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 kind of trajectory. Yeah, lovely. Got it. So when you're over in California, did you sort of have, you know, was property uh, a passion of yours or is that where it sort of blossomed? Um, Mate, California was, I was there looking for opportunity when I left the corporate world because, you know, the States is, I feel a lot more inspiring than than Australia in terms of entrepreneurship and, you know, big ideas, et cetera. So I was there looking for something and then obviously property was my background um, and, after looking at how, you know, I guess prevalent buyers agents were in the States, like 85% of people use a buyers agent. I was like, where are all the buyers agents in Australia, right? Like what's going on? And so there was a few operating, um, not doing a lot, not creating a lot of noise. And so that screamed opportunity. So just obviously flew back to Sydney and just got going, mate. Just, just, just started running the business and then it all, it all went, went on from there. Yeah, okay. And so when you were over in the States, did you actually have any idea what a buyer's agent was or was that a new concept when you got over there? Nah, never heard of it. So never, ever had heard of it. So it was very fresh. Um, in the States, it's different though. So in the States, is, you might know, um, agents typically charge around 5 to 6% comms. You know, some of them charge less. But if there's no buyer's agent involved, and the selling agent introduces the buyer, they'll typically take that five or six or whatever they charge. But if there's a buyer's agent involved, they split it. So the vendor is paying, let's say, 5%. And if a buyer's agent brings a buyer, they divvy it up two and a half to the buyer's agent and two and a half to the selling agent. So I thought that model was flawed still. I was like, hey, well, if you're a buyer's agent, like who are you working for? Like you're not getting paid by the buyer, you're getting paid by the seller. So I was like, so I was pretty excited to, um, to come back and kind of implement this new form of model where you um, as a buyer's agent, you get paid by the buyer. So whilst I'd never heard of it before, 
I thought there was an opportunity to create um, a more a more um, a more fair model. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And so when Cohen Handler was formed, was that the first big brand to come into the scene in Australia, or was there other buyers agents before that that didn't really have that sort of name? Mate, there was definitely buyers agents before um, before us. We weren't the first in in terms of were we the big first group? Yeah, I think we were the big first group. We definitely hired the most amount of buyers agents um, in Australia, and we were definitely spending the money on all the marketing and creating more awareness and getting a lot of press and stuff. So I definitely think that um, we had that level of impact um, as a brand. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Lovely. And you were there. How long were you there? It was, it was a fairly long time, wasn't it? Mate, just, yeah, just like 103 years, just not, yeah, just to, no, um, we, we, we were there, um, <laughs> mate, about 10 years. Yeah. 10 years. Okay. And so, you know, a decade passed and um, it was obviously time to move on. What's, the, what's this new avenue where you've gone down? Because it sounds like it's uh, pretty exciting your end. I may move more into um, like one of the ventures that I work on is, you know, Buyers Age Institute. It's like an online um, training organisation uh, in, in the buyers agent space. So just training people um, to turn buying property into a career, you know, whether they're fresh off the boat looking to learn or they are experienced, whatever state stage they're in, the Institute's online um, training, leadership and coaching. Yeah, well, well, and that's where uh, obviously you came in contact with Jack Henderson, and then I was obviously was uh, friends with Jack, um, and you know I've gone down this this path. So it's been just an amazing uh, tale of 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 luck and chance, I guess, as well of you know friendships joining and then going down this new new path together. Um, I, do you feel like sales is sort of um, giving you a lot more confidence in life. The only reason I say that is, you no, know, for me, I'm a quite introvert person, um, and I knew that you know, coming from aviation and um, you know working with Jack, it was uh, getting to sales was was going to be a massive confidence booster for myself because I, I knew that you had to put yourself out there on a limb. Yeah, man. Well, I didn't come from a sales background. Like when I when I came into well, I didn't study anything got to do with sales and I, and I, and I went, to, um, went into corporate that had nothing to do with sales. And so when I started the business, like I was, I was very green and so definitely lacked a lot of confidence with communication and, you know, closing business and just structuring deals and stuff. And so definitely learning sales has um, improved my skills a lot. And I think sales is, 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 is part of everything that we do just in life in general, whether we're going into Bingley and looking to buy a TV or um, we're looking to, you know, find something online where we're not even talking to someone, we're always looking for a better deal and you've always got to be strategic with how, do you, how, how, how can you potentially get a better price and outcome. And so, yeah, I think it's definitely um, provided a lot for me in life. As Chris Voss says, everything in life is a negotiation. Crossing the road is a negotiation with cars and buses. Yeah, that's mate, that's exactly right. It, it's it's all an ongoing negotiation. Even you know, um, with your partner, with your family, everything you're negotiating on everything. 
Yeah, I, I definitely feel that, you know, the biggest thing in sales is obviously communication and having, you know, some authenticity there and getting really clear on around the conversation and what the other person's agenda is. Because a lot of the time, you know, in a call, in a call, like people tell you a bit of a bluff because there's actually another reason that you haven't uncovered. And I guess that's the, uh, the fun bit about, about doing those calls or speaking to someone is to find those unhidden truths that, you know, they may not want to tell you. Yeah. Well, that, that's, I think that's the art of sales, right? Getting, getting information out of people that they typically would, would guard and hold on to and making people, you know, creating a safe space, a safe environment and, you know, open communication. I think that's what, um, that's what I think anyone good at sales is, is good at doing is, is creating that, that, that environment. Yeah. And, and like you said, you can use it in any avenue of your life, especially with relationships, I feel, with whether it's your, your partner or friends or, you, you know, your family. Um, being able to build those strong connections just through having that open communication really helps in life. Mate, 100%. Yeah, lovely. So, with uh, with your current business at the moment, uh, is this? Do you have a foreseen goal that you want to achieve, or are you just going with the flow at the moment? I just going with the flow. Um, I'm running a few different businesses, so obviously trying to manage them all and um, working on a new venture, which is an international venture, not in real estate. So, kind of um, been focusing a bit on that. But yeah, mate, just just going with the flow, looking just to to add value and help people and. Um, you know, create more, I guess the end goal is, you know, just, it's just creating um, more buyers agents in Australia. There's just not enough buyers agents that I see to, to service the market, especially compared to the real estate agents that exist. And so, um, you know, just chipping away. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah. I'm definitely getting into the buyers agency realm of just doing, you just learn so much and you, you realise that so many buyers out there are uneducated on what the market is doing, how to buy property, the negotiation tactics, the research and all the due diligence that you actually have to put into it. Um, and it, uh, the more that I learn about it, the, the, it's, it's silly to sound, but like you'd be insane not to use a buyer's agent or you know, a high-quality buyer's agent. Yeah, well, I mean, it's, it, it always kind of... I was always quite, you know, shocked, not shocked, but kind of confused as to like why like so many people were like, you know, seeing all these other professional consultants, like, you know, they're getting a lawyer to review a contract. They're getting accountants to do their books. They're just engaging people um, to do other things for them in their life. But when it comes to buying property, which is the biggest in most, most of the time, the largest investment they'll ever make, um, they wing it themselves. It, it, It was always kind of, bit bizarre i still don't understand it but yeah i i agree i think a lot of people do need help um especially if they've never bought property before or they've bought one property or two or they don't buy property regularly i mean i mean how can you classify yourself as 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 as, as a confident expert in that space you know yeah yeah the biggest kickback that i see is obviously cost and i used to be in the same i guess mindset of you know yeah you know, spending money, it's, it's such a big uh, 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 hole in your pocket. But I guess the more that you learn about it, the, the money that you spend, you, you save, you know, hundreds, tens or hundreds of thousands of dollars because of the property that you're actually purchasing and the time that you save, not procrastinating and not wasting time out there in the market. Yeah, 100%. I mean, yeah, t- totally agree. I mean, listen, me, as we all know, like, 
you know, you, you've got to, you've, you've got to see value for something where, you know, you're going to be paying for. And I think for, for any service um, or perceived product. Um, so I guess um, it's hard for people who have never used a buyer's agent before. Like they've never gone through the process. They, they, they don't know what to expect to then think about, well, I've got to pay 15, 20, sometimes, you know, I've received fees for 150,000, right? It's kind of like sometimes these people, they can't see the value because it's so normal to go onto real estate domain and try and wing it yourself and turn up and because your mum's sister's husband's friends, brother's uncle tells you to buy in Newcastle and you're like, okay, I'll buy a newie. And then you think you know everything. And so it's sometimes hard to, to, for people to kind of rewire their brain. And so I think um, it's not for everyone, as you know, it, it is for a minority of people, but I do think as we move on over the next, you know, five to 10 years, a lot more people are going to, like they do paying a selling agent, it's going to become more best practice to them, but, you know, pay a buyer's agent. Yeah, 100%. I can see uh, massive things in the, in this industry for sure. And uh, like a lot of people, like, like I said, they see it as a cost, but, you know, when you do the, the maths on certain properties, you know, outperforming, other properties, even like one percent over a decade, compounding is is hundreds of thousands of dollars on a million or two million dollar property, and they're made hundred percent. And they're the and they're the, the 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 money that you don't actually see, but it's saving you, you know, that that amount. It's crazy. Yeah, and I think um, you know, what's interesting is right now with with the market, like you know, we're in um in April now and. You know, it's, it's pretty hot, especially in Sydney, like it's a seller's market and you've got these people con- contemplating using a buyer's agent because they can't buy, obviously, and then they're like, oh, should I pay you, you know, your fee of what, let's call it 15 or 20, whatever, the, whatever your fee is, right? And they're squirming over, should I pay you that? But then they don't realise that if they don't buy, let's say, in the next 90 days, they're going to potentially have to pay an extra hundred to 150,000 or sometimes more. Right. Or they're going to have to shave off a bedroom or a bathroom or buy a different suburb. So I think a lot of them, especially in this market, they're not really weighing up the, the risk first, the reward. Yeah. And they, and they're getting caught with their pants down and then they're, they're in, they're, they're getting put in a bad position. But anyway, I guess people have to learn, right? <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's it for sure. Well, one more question just before we wrap it up. Um, you've obviously dived into a new, a new hobby of surfing and I'm, I'm a great advocate of that as well. I, you and around lifestyle and health and fitness, um, I know that you're a massive supporter of feeling great and that obviously wreaks benefits in the, in the you know, results of business, et cetera. What, what sort of things or what sort of uh, attitudes do you have towards that? Um. I think that firstly, as you said, the word balance, I think having a healthy balance just in life is important. So not, not so focused in, um, in work or in, in a particular area, like having good balance. So I think just with eating and sleeping and hobbies and sport or exercising, you know, meditation and all that stuff, I just think it's good to kind of balance it all out. So for me, you know, I just try and, um, not put too much focus into work like I used to, but I try to get better. So I try to get better results in work with less time. Like that's what I work on. So how do I get more output 
with less time. So how do I work smarter, not harder, which then gives me more time to then focus on other things in life. Like that's, that's, that's what I work on. Yeah. Awesome. About recharging those energy points. Cause you don't, you only have a certain amount every day and there's certain activities that drain them quicker than others. So like you said, it's about having those activities, those habits, um, and eating healthy to make sure you're performing a hundred percent. Yeah, man. hundred percent, bro. That's, that's Sheffy Jowett. He loves that. He loves the batteries, mate. You got to recharge them and not, yeah. and not, not let people drain your energy, the energy vampires. That's it. Well, mate, it's a pleasure to have you on here. You're a guy that I look up to so much and I get so much uh, wealth and knowledge off you. So it's always a pleasure having a chat and um, yeah, enjoy, enjoy the rest of the day. Thanks, John. Thanks, mate. Thanks, Blakey. See ya. Bye.